This is the True North Collective podcast, a gathering of unsugarcoated conversations on authenticity, created by the real-life documentation of everyday humans fearlessly finding their true north. Welcome to season four of the podcast. <gasps> Birthday. 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 <laughs> That's so creepy. Today's episode is all about Rachel and her birthday. Uh, We'll get into it in the episode as to what inspired us doing this. Um, But today we're gonna celebrate Rachel, what she's learned, her life, how she's gotten here, and how she's become the person she is today. This is a shorter one, it's a personal one. We hope you all enjoy us sharing our stories, our experiences, and having the opportunity to get to know us a little bit more on this journey we call life. Let's jump in. We're going to talk about Rachel's birthday. I, when I was thinking about 2021 and we were brainstorming, one of the ideas that popped into my head because I love birthdays and I personally spend a lot of time on my birthday just reflecting and probably like a lot of people do around New Year's, but I just like to do it around my birthday because it feels more applicable um, of like what happened last year? What do I want? to see do experience focus on what's my intention for this next year of life and I think it's always just a great opportunity to like pause and and see where you've been and where you're trying to go um I think we've talked about this in the podcast too but even like I'll write myself a card um that I open up from the year before just as like a note to myself one year later um so that's always kind of fun and then I said you know what we're talking, I was like, Rachel, do you want to do like birthday episodes just so we have like a little snapshot in time as we're leading up to our birthdays to be able to just continue to share our own story and our own experiences on the podcast of like what happened in your last year and what are you focusing on the next year and you know, what have you learned? And so now we are here to do that for your birthday. Yes. I was going to say with your birthday being in July, it makes more sense that you would do like a check-in, a major check-in, my birthday being in January, it's like, it's been two weeks since everybody True. started their <laughs> <laughs> intentions in New Year's. I, we haven't even done intention setting yet. Like, yeah, but yeah, yes. that's true. You know, just another reason why like July birthdays are the best, but whatever. <laughs> so what, let's just start like, what's coming up for you? Your birthdays in eight, nine days, nine days. Can I do math? Eight days? Nine. Nine days. Yeah, nine days. Um, what's coming up for you around your next trip around the sun? So I think what's coming up for me, um, it's my 38th birthday. And threes and eights are like, have always resonated with me. Because if you put two threes together, they make an eight. I was born in 83. Infinity symbols are like, I've always resonated. I have an infinity tattoo on my knee. Like, so I've, I've kind of been feeling for a little while that my 38th birthday was going to be like a transition point for me and whether I manifested it or what it is. I mean, it's like where I was last year, this time is like totally different than where I am now. And in some ways I'm I mean, it's, it doesn't look at all what I thought it was going to look like. And there are a lot of things that have fallen away as a result of that. But I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, 
even though, again, like I have been a month in California. I am living with my parents. I am single out of a seven-year relationship. Um, I'm really choosing myself for the first time. I've been in a relationship since I was 20. Um, and so that's like, you know, eight, 18 years, 17 years of just being in one long-term relationship after another. And I'm really convicted in my desire to choose my healing and choose me and to know what it's like to have, to genuinely have a relationship with myself. And I do want to eventually have a, you know, a partnership and I'd love to experience marriage, but I'm just starting to realize how much my life revolved around that and not necessarily around me and my life and being alive and knowing what I like and what I don't like. And so um, I usually don't tend to want to be in the spotlight for my birthday. I will like divert a lot of attention and just like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't want to burden you with my requests or expect you to like do the things that I want. And I, this year was like, I actually want people to pay attention to me and I kind of want to be the center of attention. And so I've been telling my family that like, I want you to make a big deal about me for my birthday. And I, and they were like, well, what do you want to do then? And I was like, what do you want to do? And then I was like, no, no, Rachel, (laughs) what do you want to do? And so I, I mean, given COVID, it's like, there isn't a ton you can do, but um, I really sat with that and was like, what would I actually want to do? Like, how do I want to spend my time? And I am kind of in this space of like being in that conversation with myself anyways, because I have a lot more time on my hands now. And so each day I kind of ask myself, like, how do you want to spend this time? Like, what do you want to get up to today? What is most important? Um, And so I sat with it. I definitely was like, I'd like to go for a walk on the beach. A hike would be nice being out in nature. Um, I'd like to have my favorite meal, which I was like, that kind of depends on the day. So it's hard for me to answer yet. Um, But I wanted to create something. I wanted to make something, make some art. So I found this um, called Get Crocked. And you make handmade pottery that you can then take to a kiln to get um, blown, I think is what it's called, where you then can actually drink out of it and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that to just like make something with my hands and be creative. Um, I love doing that. And then I probably would like to play a game with my family and I'm a big gamer. I love games. Um, so I don't even remember what your question was, but that is my answer. (laughs) I like it. What do you, um, what do you want to take from this year and carry over and what do you want to reevaluate and toss out? I think I started, so my current therapist told me today that, um, I'm so devastated by this, but that's also quite dramatic. Um, that because she is a Texas has a Texas-based license, she cannot be my therapist if I'm not living there anymore. See, I told you that's what happens. I know that never happened. Ever. Never happened to me before. Because apparently the type of support that I need is dependent on where I live, not the fact that I highly am resonating with this therapist and I've grown more in the last six months than ever before. And I had okay. to break up with my therapist when I was in California <laughs> too. It was depressing. Yeah. Well, 
we are able to get like a 30 day extension. So I have her until the end of February, which is nice. Um, and I trust that I trust it. I trust that there's, you know, it's meant to be and all that stuff. But, um, I, what I'm taking with me is, so she explained to me today, I actually had a session with her today where she told me this and we were both very sad. She was like, our first session was in August. And I was like, Whoa, crazy. That was five months ago. I didn't know I was working with you for five months, but I would say the healing and recovery, like taking my trauma, um, like really choosing to address my traumas and, and putting my energy towards sincere recovery and healing is what I want to take with me. Um, particularly in that practice, which we talked about, like cultivating safety, the polyvagal theory is something like being able to regulate my system so that I can actually make choices from that place versus from a place of survival. I want to keep using that foundation to keep learning about myself and getting to know myself. And, um, and then the, that, what was the other question? What do I want to leave behind? Leave behind or, um, I definitely want to yeah, I definitely want to leave behind my desperate need for love from others <laughs> in order to feel good about myself. Um, I am starting to be able to sense, or I'm starting to be able to like tell within me when connections are coming from a place of desperation. And when I go there, I now have this, um, these tools, which are honestly like coming, regulating my system so that I can come back to like, okay, I don't need to be in survival mode and like, I can give this to myself. And now can I have compassion for the fact that I was triggered from something like that? And the fact that I do get desperate for love from time to time. And, but I, I really think that that has, that, that, um, my life revolving around the need for a relationship in order to feel like my life has been a worthwhile, like I really just want to let go of that without losing the genuine desire for um, an authentic connection with a hu- another human or, you know, humans. Um, because I, I do believe that that is an experience I would like to have. I just don't want to have my whole life revolve around it to where I am not actually even living anymore because I'm so swung around by it what um i'm like really just coming off with these like oh great i love it this is so fun i was like no one ever asked me this i never get to be the answerer this is so fun i just feel like i'm interviewing you about your birthday but i love it what would you're gonna be 38 Mm -hmm. what would 38 year old rachel want to say to 39 year old rachel next year Oh God, I don't even know. Um, The first thing that came up was keep going. But let me think. Okay, 39-year-old Rachel. Don't give up. See it through. See it through, 39-year-old Rachel. Shit. Oh wait, wait, was 38-year-old Rachel talking to 39-year-old Rachel? Yes. Or 30... Oh, shoot. I went 39-year-old Rachel talking okay. to 38-year-old. 30. Ooh, I like okay. that too. All right, now flop it. What do you want okay, to say to yourself year? 38-year-old Rachel to 39-year-old Rachel. Mm-hmm. What do you want to tell her next year on your birthday? 
2022. Hold on. My brain is <laughs> cannot compute. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get there. I'm basically what you're thinking. I'm asking you to write the letter that I normally write to myself on my birthday because it's always. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, we did it. We didn't get into a quick relationship because we were feeling scared and insignificant. We, we did it. We learned how to choose ourselves and not that I get there, but like, I just really want to prove to myself that I, it's like last year we decided not to drink for the year. And that was like something that I really hadn't like planned. It kind of just happened and then COVID happened. So it was just like, kind of like worked, but the end, at the end of the year, it felt really good to commit something to myself. And maybe I didn't realize it until this very moment that that practice of committing to that, I think supported me in my conviction to be able to like commit to choosing myself now. And like, I want to have that feeling at the end of this year of like, I did it. Like I committed to actually getting to know myself. We did it. We didn't get scared and just decide to, not that I can't like meet people and, you know, go on a date again. I don't really know if that's going to happen with COVID, but you know, I don't need to like isolate myself, but I just want to see that. I, I want to say you were able to be single for a year and see, wasn't that fun? It wasn't that bad. Like you were like, I love that. And when we do our Valentine's Day rewind episode two, I'm sure we'll get into that on my end of yes. I did it for well, man, we won't get into it. But I did it for a while. But yeah, like a year being single to me sounds terrifying, which is probably all I'm the more reason. so excited. I'm like, which is crazy because again. Like I have had people close to me be like 38, 39. And then I'm like, dude, the forties are going to be the shit. And then I'm reading single on purpose by John Kim. And like that dude is like making my life right now with like how empowering I feel to read this book and feel like I'm not in a rush. Also like the thirties, I'm still, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I'm just not, maybe that'll change. Like I'm sure that there will be moments where I have desperation because I've experienced a majority of my life from that place. But for the last month, um, and when I project out the next year, I'm like, I'm only fucking 38. Like and 39, I still, I'm only 39. And like, I don't know, like, it's just a number whatever. I am where I am. It is what it is. I get to live my life. This is my life. I get to decide. And I wasn't ready until now. So here I am. <laughs> I love it. I feel like a lot of people, I know you're just sharing your experiences, but I think a lot of people can relate, even if you're not in your thirties, like I was mentioning before in an earlier conversation, it's like, I am in my twenties and I feel like I'm in a rush and I don't know what I'm rushing for. So it is nice to just hear someone who has more life experience and it's like oh if you know you can do it why like why am I rushing I you know you have eight years on me and you're calm about it like why why am I in such a panic 
It is funny because, and I don't know if we already recorded this somewhere, but um, I was more desperate in my 20s. So at 29, I was scared shitless. I had, that was right before I had met Dylan. I met Dylan, I just turned 30. And then I was moving to Canada. And it was like, I had desperation at that point. So like, and my cousin, so my, I moved in with my parents, my cousin's in her forties. She moved in with her parents and she was saying to me, it would have been a lot harder for me to do that in my thirties than when I'm in my forties. And, um, and I feel that in this situation, like, I don't know, maybe it's cause I know myself a little bit more or like, I am trusting myself more or like, I see that choosing from that place of desperation didn't ultimately get me what I wanted. I wouldn't have changed any of it, but like, and so now I can sit here feeling, I don't know, I'm just excited to know myself in like really nuanced ways. Like the reason I wanted a relationship for all those years is because I wanted somebody to want to get to know me. I was like excited about the idea that somebody would be curious enough about me and want to explore all my nuances. And like, I never did that for myself. And like, that's kind of shitty that I expected somebody else to come in and do it for me. And so now I'm inviting my own self to like those things that I would have wanted a partner to help, like help me do with for myself. <laughs> Sounds so, so crazy when I say it, but it's like, I get to do that with myself. Like I get to know all those nuances for me so that I know, so that when a partner meets me, I can be like, no, 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 no. Don't touch me there. Touch me here. This is how I like it. Or like, let's talk about this or, Hey, that's a soft spot. And I'm not at a place where I can go there with you yet. Um, and that feels really cool. Like, and as, as, as somebody who hopes to be, Oh, I don't really like the word hope, but who, you know, would love to experience that someday as a receiver of somebody who knows themselves enough, who's that confident, that's like pretty attractive. And it's like, oh, wow, you've put in work enough so that I don't have to be like guessing and reading your mind. And like, you're bringing, I don't know, you're owning who you are and know yourself enough to bring me along on that journey. And I trust you because you know yourself that well. I don't know. It's just like, it feels like a different way to operate. Yeah. It someone who experienced bits of that in a relationship recently it's pretty fucking wild like just how different it is when two people are coming together and like for the most part can really own their shit and like the good and the bad and what they want and be direct and i i will pat myself on the back for that one too because i was i think a big co-creator in that but so i feel yeah what else about your birthday? What else do you want to share with the world about um, 2038? I, I'm just really excited about this year. I'm grateful that I get to be alive. I think having cancer when I was 14 and 15, um, if it hadn't been caught when it had, I may not have made it. And so the fact that I get to be alive is pretty amazing. 
Um, and I know a lot of people who have not been able to make it this long. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and I think the older I get, the, the more, um, it's like, I'm not taking it as lightly. Like I'm, I'm really honoring, like, wow, I got to experience another year. I get to be alive a little bit longer. Um, and then I think the other piece that I am, I think I'm going to do it before then is I, so I've donated my hair like a bunch of times <laughs> and, um, in the name of making wigs for cancer patients. Um, and I've always gone to a hairdresser to do it. Um, each time was a little different. So like when I was sick, I lost my hair. I didn't donate in time to be able to like make it into a wig because I was too traumatized by the fact that I was losing my hair. And then when I was in my young twenties, I donated it, but didn't shave it. I just like chopped it way off. It was really short. And then going into my thirties, I raised like $8,000 and shaved it all off. Um, and then, but had somebody else do it. And then this time I was like trying to find somebody in California, but California is not letting anybody do hair right now because of COVID. And so I was trying to find people who might be willing. And I had this whole idea of like, there's a hairdresser in the desert. And so I was like, I'm going to drive out to the desert. It's going to be the ceremony. And then this ritualistic removal of the hair and letting go. And, and then she wrote back and was just like, basically like, no, <laughs> in so many ways, like, this isn't a good idea with, unless you have this type of hair, which I had that type of hair and like, this is not going to be easy upkeep and nobody's going to be available to keep. And I was like, I just literally want to be able to shave it myself, like as the upkeep and like, anyways, so then I was really upset and like bummed out. Cause I was just like, when is this going to happen? And I reached out to Kate from season one or my hairdresser from Milwaukee. And I was like, Kate, I'm really upset at this hairdresser because she told me these things. Is she right? Am I just being a jerk? And she was like, no, she's not right. And like, your hair will be fine. We've done stuff like that before to you. And you could actually shave it yourself. You should shave it yourself. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. So all the other times I've like gone to a person because I was like, I can't trust myself to do this. And as I'm choosing myself and stepping into my own, like self confidence or, you know, I was like, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. So on Friday, this Friday, I'm actually getting the ends of my hair just like cleaned up so that they aren't, um, split ends. And then, between then and my birthday, I think I'm going to put it in tiny little ponies, cut them off, donate the hair, and then shave it myself. And it's going to be very empowering. And I'm kind of scared shitless, but also excited. Excited for you. Love you. Really cool. Yeah. I'm just nervous because when I, it's like I can tell myself when I was 30 and I had it shaved, like I look, I mean, I look young, but I've got bags under my eyes now because I'm exhausted. <laughs> So I'm like a little bit afraid that I'm just going to look really old with no hair. But then I just keep looking at photos of people, like all ages of people with like short hair. And 
it's just beautiful. It's so raw and beautiful. And that's always, I think why I like feel this pull to like shave it off and donate it also because I've got really great hair and I always just end up putting it in a braid or something. So I might as well give it to somebody who can use it as a wig, but, and my hair goes really freaking fast. So it really does. It's truly not fair. I know. <laughs> so yeah, that, I think that's going to happen. I'm going to buy my own shaver because I'm literally just going to keep buzzing it. I don't think I'm going to do like a buzz cut. I think I want to do like a little bit longer of a gauge, but I don't know. I'm going to have to see what ultimately happens. So stay tuned. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what becomes. Sorry. No, it's I'm late need, here. Hoping. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need to get some, well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to need to get some more new earrings. And then I was like, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't have to fucking do anything. <laughs> I literally don't have to do anything. And if somebody doesn't get it, bye-bye you know like yeah which it's funny because it's like I forget the last time I shaved my head I I've I've shared this if I think that when I have like the long hair like I do now I'm like like a more like traditionally good looking girl and when I shave my head I definitely it's a different group of people that um resonate with me out in the world and I have a lot more interesting conversations and people with, I don't know who are just, I don't know if they have more interesting stories or they're more willing to share interesting, their interesting stories with me. People already are, but then it just like is another level. And I keep forgetting about that. Like when I shaved my hair the last time I actually got more attention from more unique individuals and it was such a cool space to be in. And like people will come up to me out of the blue and just be like, oh my gosh, you're stunning, you know? And I was just like, really? I, cool, <laughs> you know? And like, all men, women, they, like, and it was like surprising. Um, but I think my mom also said that when I, she has said that when I shave my hair, head, I have a confidence about me. Like I, I, my posture is different. I don't have hair to hide behind and so I, um, I shine, she says. So, which I feel, I feel that. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to kind of step into that. Also a little afraid, but excited. Great. I'm excited yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Rachel, everyone. Thanks. Show I us want some love on the internet. Hit her up. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can. Okay. So my birthday is January 29th. That's going to be the Friday that this episode comes live. So absolutely shout me out how awesome I am. I never do this, but I really want the love. I want to feel the love. And even today I was like, this is so fun to answer questions. I see why guests love it. It feels good to have people want to know about you and be like, you just talk about yourself and tell me about you. So yeah, I appreciate I it. Be fun. Yeah, I'm glad you're you're willing to play. And like I said, I encourage anybody, I mean, you don't have to have a podcast to do this, but even just the opportunity to like ask yourself some of the same questions and write yourself a letter that you can open up the next year and just give yourself some space to reflect when, I mean, you can do it whenever, you can do it today, even if it's not your birthday. But I, I like the birthday as a reminder every year just to, like check in because I even 
not to steal the spotlight, but it was, no, today's my half birthday. And it was also just a reminder, um, even on half birthdays, I know people make fun of me because I like to celebrate and talk about my half birthday, but I'm like, no, like I am halfway through this year. I made, like, I had this conversation with myself on my 29th birthday. Like, this is also another checking in point for me of like, where am I at? Have I followed through? What's the same? What's not? And it's a check-in to be like, okay, you have six more months and not that again, time is whatever, but still it's like, it's a good way to hold myself somewhat accountable. Like you have six more months until you turn 30. Like, is there anything that you need to reevaluate right now? And what are you proud of yourself for doing? And let's like continue that. So it's just kind of a nice reminder to celebrate yourself a little bit and also um, be intentional with your time in your life because you're important. Yeah. I love the letter writing. I didn't know you did that. I totally want, I'm going to do that. Um, and I, I'm so excited for you to be in your thirties. It's the fucking best. I love I'm the thirties. I'm really excited to turn 32. Dude. I wanted to be 30 forever yes. because I thought people would take me seriously. Like, which is not true. Like I realize <laughs> that now, but when people are like, aren't you scared to be 30? And I'm like, no, dude, when I was no. 22, I would lie and be like, I'm 29, I'm 30. Like, cause I wanted people to be like, oh, this is a like career woman who knows what's up and you know she's experienced shit and again not that that is fully true but I still like that concept because I'm not scared of turning 30 like I'm actually genuinely excited about it yeah I'm really excited for you to turn 32 I'm excited to turn 40 actually as well I feel like I don't know we'll get there but I also want to say that I want to acknowledge in myself that any other year that we were doing the podcast or of my life, I would have hated this. And there was a time like somewhere down the road or somewhere like along the timeline of my life, I had a really close friend who said, who made a comment about like, I know you don't like being the center of attention, which was kind of true, but I held on to that description of me as like, universal law or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I realized that like, that's not, it is kind of true, but it's not kind of true. And like, I'm just really proud of myself for like allowing me to be big and allowing my voice to be heard and allowing me to be seen. Um, and seeing myself and hearing myself, it feels really good. So thank you for giving me a platform. Always thank yourself. You created this space. I'm just the Touché. interviewer today. <laughs> Interview me whenever you watch, and I'll yeah, take geez. that mic now, please. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, all right. Happy birthday, Rachel. Thank you. And that is a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the True North Collective podcast. For more from Rachel and I, you can check us out on the gram at the True North Collective underscore. I would also highly recommend you check out and sign up for our mailing list. You can do that on our website at thetruenorthcollective.org. There is a drop-down menu at the top of the website where you can pop your email address in there and make sure that you are staying up to date on all of our upcoming events and things that are happening. We've been putting in a lot of work for this brand in 2021, and we would love you all to be able to follow along on the journey. Otherwise, we will see you all next time.